Welcome to Fancy Football Wives, episode 11. I'm Anya, a Spurs fan married to an Arsenal fan. And I'm Sarah, a City fan married to a United fan. So we are finally back after the international break. It's been three weeks since we last spoke, uh, in which I had a shocking game week and used my wild card. Uh, we'll find out later how that worked out for me. Hazard's 20-point haul this weekend puts him top of the fancy table, one point above his teammate Alonso. Salah's ownership has dropped below 50% and Pep annoyed approximately 1 million fantasy football players by giving Mendy a rest due to a knee injury. Sarah is debating using her wildcard this week. We'll diagnose what she can do to make things better. But first, before we get into all of that, it's Good Week, Bad Week. Welcome back to Good Week, Bad Week. So, first up in this week's Good Week um, goes to Chelsea's Eden Hazard. Uh, he scored a hat-trick this weekend against Cardiff, which gave him 20 points. Uh, many people had him as their captain as well, delivering a nice 40 points. And he's now sitting on top of the FPL table. We actually don't give Chelsea much of a mention here. We actually had an agreement when we started the podcast that we weren't going to um, talk much about Chelsea because it's one thing we both agree on <laughs> that we are not fans of Chelsea um, but Hazard and Lonzo are fancy football darlings along with Liverpool therefore have to mention them and they're the only team so far to win all five matches which still upsets yeah, me. Yeah they're having a great start uh, to the league as as are Liverpool. Have they really been tested yet though Chelsea? I mean Liverpool obviously beat Spurs at the weekend but have Chelsea been tested I was looking into my potential wild card options and I've looked at bringing Hazard onto my team but they have got a few difficult games um so that might be the test so I'm 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 not sure whether to do it or not well another good week uh was for a West Ham player and actually West Ham finally got onto the score sheet well they finally got a win um, against Everton this weekend. Uh, and, and the mention goes to Andriy Yamor- Yarmolenko, who is Ukrainian, and obviously our pronunciation is dubious of that. Um, he's, he did a better job he, than I would So do. he scored two goals in the 3-1 win over Everton, and he's only owned by 0.7% of fantasy football players. So I thought he deserved a mention. Definitely deserves a mention. So bad week, it was a bad week for anyone who had Mendy in their team, me, and didn't have Juan Bissaka coming in for him, who Anya has. Um, Mendy's up um, 0.5 million from the start of the season, but he wasn't even the squad, and he even apologised on Twitter for this. Uh, we've talked before about how Pep seems to be very aware of fantasy and maybe enjoys mucking up people's game weeks. John Staines also wasn't played, so I was hit twice. Um, But it was funny that Mendy did tweet out that he was sorry to the one million people um, that have him on their team. And speaking of, Alonso was also vocal on Twitter that he hadn't been recognised for his assist on Williams' goal. You said that to me, Anya. So Fantasy Premier League wrote, goal, will I am, assist, none. And Alonso wrote, I've never been described as none. So uh, he obviously plays. <laughs> he obviously has himself in his team. And he got uh, two points because they conceded. Uh, well, they went they went one nil down to begin with, didn't they? Um, 
I do love how aware some of the players are about fantasy and it's the same for football manager as well and I've done some work with the football manager team and the um founder of football manager Miles Jacobson gets messages all the time from footballers you know questioning their um their player stats but also they just love playing it as well I guess maybe playing themselves <laughs> playing their team I wonder if they've also all the non-Chelsea players have also got a no Chelsea player policy in their team <laughs> no platforming Chelsea. <laughs> sorry Chelsea fans this isn't the podcast for you <laughs> The other bad week is for Spurs. So uh, it's their second uh, loss uh, in a row. Um, Loris was done for drink driving. He's now injured as well, so he didn't even play on Saturday. Kane looks sluggish. Uh, definitely not worth his twelve and a half million price tag. And was he ever? So yeah, both uh, Salah and Kane, their value was based on the, their performance in the season beforehand. So they were worth it. But both of them are currently being questioned uh, because there are other better players out there. Um, I still think he can come back from this. He Spurs just look rusty. And actually, Pox said this, that he... He he has the team that had the most players in the final stages of the World Cup. So he says that maybe they're a bit tired and that could potentially be an issue. But as we speak, they are... Oh, my goodness. Literally, I've just hit refresh. Inter have just equalised. I was about to say, as we speak, we're beating <laughs> Inter 1-0. And we're not. We're now bloody drawing with them. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> Comic timing. <laughs> I just don't buy that World Cup in Russia thing. I mean, what is he no, just all referring of them. to the England players? All the Belgian players. Loris was in the final. I mean, he had the, I think nearly all of the, you know, Son was there. Son's just been at the Asian Games, which he won. Yeah. So no military service for him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, they t- they're no transfers. Uh, yeah, maybe. They look rusty. They look a bit tired. And, and now they're freaking equalising with Inter. They look overrated and underachieving. Isn't that just normal space? Let's move on. I'm angry about this score. Well, you can add it into an extra bad week in premonition, but that's <sighs> actually the end of good week, bad week. <laughs> it's just got worse. Welcome back to part two. So in this part, we're going to talk about how our teams are doing um how to make things better going forward this week annual one for the first time this season against me well done i only took a wild card to do it um before we had the international break Anya had the worst game week ever and only got how many points 18 19 i can't remember it was pretty horrific i think it was 17 no it wasn't 17 it was close um, but now you've done your wild card. I had that fantastic week um, where I got over 100, but it's slowed down ever since. I'm still a good 60 points ahead, but my team is full of injuries. This weekend, I was worried about what I should do about Zaha and um, Walcott, who in the end both played, but I should have been worrying about Stones and Mendy in rotation. So I've got a lot of issues. Um, so I might wild card. 
Um, Annie's faith in Bournemouth meant nearly a third of her points came from Ryan Fraser. Um, and yet my bench let me down and um, Pep. Thanks, Pep. Your bench had zero points. No, I had one point. No. One point on the bench. Daniel was on my bench. Oh, but he ended up no, playing. No yeah. one came on for the absent Mendy in your team. I've checked. One did. So, he Daniels. must have come on for someone else because you've still got Mendy on your team. Oh, oh so Mendy's still there. Well, yeah, it's a sad state of affairs. I was under, just under average um, by two points, but it's not going to win me the league. Do you know what's funny is that um, we were WhatsApping each other before uh, Saturday games kicked off and you were asking me what you should do about Walcott, I think. Walcott Uh, or Zaha, yeah. Walcott and your goalkeeper. And I said to you, look, I've got faith in Bournemouth. And you were like, I don't. And in the end, Bournemouth was the reason I got such a good score. Well, not Bournemouth on its own, but yeah, Ryan Fraser. Well, my um, change for Walcott in the end was um, uh, Leicester's Madison, who actually was one of my top scorers. So I should have really captained him, to be fair. So I did a good choice then who to replace, but I wasn't even considering that um, half of my defence wouldn't play. One thing that went well was that I got six points for clean sheet for Alexander-Arnold, despite Liverpool not keeping a clean sheet, as he went off one minute before... They conceded the goal. That was lucky, wasn't it? It was very lucky. I didn't know that he did that. So he's probably the reason that Spurs scored the goal. We both captained Aguero, um, and there's some question marks about Aguero's fitness for the next match because he took a knock in the match against Fulham, and he came off at 58 minutes. Um, what are your thoughts? Are you going to keep him on next next week? I'm going to keep him on. The news from the city camp is he's fine. Okay. They looked they looked at his knee, and it's fine. Um, now. Yeah, I'm going to keep him. Pep might rest him for a game. Or he might not start him. I think he will. I think he's going to be fine. Pep did say, though, um, that he is wanting to play Foden more um, and get Foden into the team. So he might take advantages of um, Aguero not being the fittest. But at the end of the day, we are slightly behind on points. We need to put everything into it. Pep was really angry, apparently, with our 3-0 win against Fulham at home and called in all the players for Sunday training, took a day off as he was angry about that performance. So he, as usual, was playing to win. And Aguero is our top player. So I'll probably keep him here. And he's not actually in my consideration in my in my wild card. He'll probably stay. He's in stay. consideration then. Okay, so... I've got it in front of me. This is what I think I'm doing. Um, Salah out. Sterling in. Why? Pogba out. Mane in. Why what? Are you taking Salah out and bringing Sterling in? Because Salah is disappointing. Why is he disappointing? What's your logic on this? He's hardly he's, delivered. He's only got he's, 29 he's points. He's blanked in the last two games, but along with Mane... They have created more chances than most uh, will outvent nearly any player in the in the league, and yeah, but that's great for Liverpool as a team, but not for my fantasy mm, points. I, I don't, I don't, mm. I could understand if you swapped Salah out for Hazard, but I don't see Salah for Sterling. So Salah for <laughs> Sterling, 
by the way, if anyone on Twitter has opinions on this, <laughs> please let us know. Um, Mane for Pogba. Oh my goodness! So I'm going to keep. I'm going to keep a Liverpool Who? midfielder. Mane, but I'm switching. Oh, sorry, for you Mane. said Mane for so, Pogba. I, so I understood that you yeah. were switching Mane out and bringing Pogba in. No, Mane's coming in. Pogba's going out. Pogba, wish I never did it. Waste of time. Um, Mane, he scored. You know, he's got twelve more points than than um, Salah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a go. Um, other ones that I think I'm going to get out, but I've not decided yet. I think Stones is going to go. Uh, my bench is going to get changed. So I've got Lascelles, I've got Daniels, I've got Hudson Odoi, who's never played anything. So I'm looking for replacements for those that are low cost but are actually playing. I think I'm going to switch my goalkeepers, Fabianski out, and then I think I'm going to save some money and put in Hennessy. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, not from Palette. Is it Hennessy? Well, unless Hennessy's gone up in value since I started doing the transfers, he's actually the same. Um, oh, my God, sorry. Bloody scored another goal. <laughs> they were 1-0 up for 87 minutes, and now they're losing 2-1. What did I say about overrated and underperforming? I'm sorry, I was listening to you, but I've also got The Guardian... I mean, your wild card suggestions are very interesting, but obviously Spurs playing in the Champions League group. So this is a disaster. This is a disaster. Well, I tell you what you shouldn't do in your wild cards is have any Spurs players. Take them all out. I'm not. I'm not. I did look at Lucas Moura, but I'm not going to put him in. Um, Players I think I am going to put in, I'd quite like to get Mm. Robertson in. Mane, as we said, Sterling... And then in terms of defence, I would quite like to get some mm. Chelsea defence in. And yeah, that's where I am. So, anyone's got any suggestions? I hear Anya's loud and clear. Don't put any Spurs players in. Your heart's complicating things. Uh, yeah, I've still got three Spurs. <laughs> I've, I'm actually going to bring in Kane. Uh, I think they're going to get their form back. Are you actually... You started this podcast saying that he is not... Doing well oh and it's sluggish. God, I can't believe it's full time two one. Oh. Uh, yes, he's sluggish, but they've got some good fixtures ahead of ahead of them. And you know, he's this. He always like has a couple of games where he's not good, then has a couple of games where he's great again. Oh. Sorry, I can't concentrate because of the two one. I'm going to close this tab. That'll help. And yeah, and yeah, Champions League's only for the big boys. <laughs> so. Um, Basically, I was going to say what really helped me with my wild card was actually the Twitter community because thanks to somebody, and I can't remember who it was, I brought David Silver in and he got me 11 points at the game week. So thank you, Twitter community. Well, speaking of midfielders, Hmm. after his huge 20-point haul, Hazard has caused much of a stir and a lot of fancy football managers are switching the big players out to get him in. So I've seen a big players out to get him in. He is a big player. My God! No, but I mean, there are a lot of fancy football managers who don't have him in, and but they've got Salah or they've got Sadio Mane, and they're bringing him in, so they're doing like a straight swap. But I am wondering, mm-hmm. is this a little bit, bit premature? And are there other good midfielders out there who have been consistent and are good value? Because up until this weekend, Hazard had 
27 points. And then obviously in one match, he gets 20 points and it and it puts him right at the top of the FPL table. But there have been other players that have been consistently good across the five matches. So there's Salah and Mane, who we've just discussed, despite the blank uh, from both of them against Spurs. They're both great attacking players. Uh, and I would say Sadio Mane is, is doing better than Salah is de- and is definitely worth his value more than Salah. Uh, Arsenal's Meza Ozil. His form is on the rise. Uh, he scored a goal against Newcastle and he's only owned by 2.8%. So that's a good differential. Um, they play Everton next at home. Then there's City's David Silva, who I just mentioned. He scored his second goal um, and he looks like he may not be part of Pep's rotation roulette. Uh, City have an easy run of fixtures until they meet Liverpool October 6th. So he's one to think of. There's Lucas Moura who didn't get on the score sheet on Saturday, but he has been good for Spurs. And they have... He was good for Spurs in one game. No, on a number of games. Mm. Mm. Um, It's good value. And they've got nice fixtures ahead, starting with Brighton this weekend. Then there's Ryan Fraser, who obviously uh, I've had since game week one. Uh, He was fantastic at the weekend. And he's only 5.7 million. Um, and it actually does lead me on to my next, uh, to the first Twitter question, uh, which was, do we bring Richarlison back in? And that's from at Nick FPL. Mm. Well, maybe, because they've also got easy-ish fixtures ahead. So, uh, you know, they've got Arsenal next, but after that, uh, they're playing Fulham, Leicester and Palace. So it could be worth bringing him back in. You had him in to begin with. Do you think he might not bring? I did. You might not draft him back in. I might do. So we had another question from Twitter regarding another midfielder. Um, this is from Maitland Niles. He wants to know whether to keep Palace midfielder Milivojevic. Vich. Um, based on <laughs> Milivojevic. No, it's definitely a year. Milivojevic. <laughs> well, based on his performance so far, no. Uh, he's actually dropped in value since the start of the season and there are much better midfielders out there who are costing even less. Um, I've mentioned him already, but Bournemouth's Ryan Fraser, he's 5.7 million. He's one of the most creative players in the PL and his two shots on target in Saturday's match found the back of the net uh, both times. Uh, they've got a nice run of fixtures ahead. They've got Burnley next. So uh, he's currently the second most transferred in player after Hazard. So, yeah, he's my top tip. And he was my top tip, actually, from very early on. Okay. So, thank you, Anya, for all that help. Anyone on Twitter wants to help me um, sort my team out this week, I'll post where I'm at. And, as usual, really happy for any recommendations. Um, And, hopefully, I'll be back to beating you next week. (laughs) So, this week, we don't have a guest, but we will obviously round up the episode with your favourite parts of the podcast, which is word association and then fun fact. So, Sarah's going to do word association on me. Yay! Yay! It could be even more fun now you've just uh, seen Spurs lose in the Champions League. (sighs) Are you just going to give me Spurs players and Spurs-related words? Who did you just lose to? Inter. Okay. Right, are you ready? Mm. Inter. <laughs> oh, don't even have a word for that. 
You could say better. Embarrassing. Winner. Embarrassing. <laughs> Kane. Embarrassing. Sluggish. Rubbish. Ozil. There we go. Change of topic. I have two words. Sad face. <laughs> sad face. Or just sad. Fantasy football. That's four words here. You can't use four words. We don't let our guests use four Bane words. Bane of my life. <laughs> That's not Time waster. Fenger. Arson. <laughs> Arson or Arsenal? Arsenal. White Hart Lane. Home. Sam McAdam. Oh, pain. Had to add that in for our number one listener. <laughs> um, I would have said, by the way, Sam, hilarious. Um, <laughs> All right, stop flirting with him. <laughs> During my word, I say. Well, a long time ago. You, you're not getting the uh, the gist of this um, word association game. Um, okay, last one, Anya Trippier. Trippier, yay! <laughs> good. So I'm not going to play word association with you again. Um, but luckily, we've got some really good guests lined up over the next few weeks. So hopefully, they'll stick to the one word rule. They'll stick to the one word rule exactly. So I've got a fun fact for you. Yay, I've missed them. So it's to do with hat-tricks, as Hazard scored the second hat-trick of uh, the Premier League this uh, weekend. And do you remember he scored the first? Yes, so he actually, interestingly, Sergio, um, that was his ninth hat-trick to date. Yeah, it's a legend. So that actually helps you a little bit with my question which is that Alan Shearer has scored the most amount of hat-tricks during his career in the Premier League. How many hat-tricks did he score? Oh, and I saw him talking about this after Aguero scored his last (laughs) hat-trick. That his... um, Record was... At risk. So I'm going to say 12. Very close. 11. Oh, yeah. I remember it after Aguero's hat-trick. He's a bit worried that he's going to lose that um, title quite quickly. Do you think Aguero can do it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I'm going to see them in a couple of weeks at home against Burnley. So hoping it could happen there, which given Burnley's form, it'll be a bit sad though against Joe Hart. But hey, we move on. (laughs) So there's another Premier League player who's not that far behind uh, as well, who's got eight hat-tricks, and that is Harry Kane. Oh, well, he won't do it, will he? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe this this loss to Inter is the kick up the arse that they need. Oh, well, I think maybe enough Spurs bashing for one evening. (laughs) Um, It's probably time, let's wrap up this podcast and you can go and drown your sorrows. Yeah, literally. Um, But it's great to be back. I've missed... Our chats. I hope that our audience has also missed our chats. Someone on Twitter did say that they missed us, which, thank you, it really warmed our hearts. (laughs) One person at least missed us. And I did have a couple of messages from people asking when was the next episode. So hope you're all still enjoying it. Um, We just love reading the reviews on iTunes. It makes our week, month, year. So if you've got anything nice to say, please go and write it on iTunes. It helps us get the podcast out out to more people. We've got loads of guests lined up in the next few weeks, but if you want to come on as a guest, let us know. Um, Maybe someone from the Twitter FPL community wants to come on or one of our um, friends listening who's dying to be asked, don't be shy. 
We record on Tuesday evening, so just make sure you're free on Tuesday evening. Yeah, make sure you're free. Um, so thanks very much. Thanks, Anya. Hopefully lots of good advice come my way on how to wildcard. And um, next time um, the tables will be turned again and I will be back into the winning position, which was I was enjoying so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sarah, good luck. Bye. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>